You're listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. One voiceover gift every single day until the big day. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Let's make voiceovers better. Let's start talking creative. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the podcast for voice directors and voiceovers. I'm Samantha Boffin, and this is the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. Today, In the Northern Hemisphere, at least, it's the 21st of December, the shortest day of the year, or looked at another way, the longest night of the year. The kind of night when our ancestors would pass the cold dark time telling stories around a fire. There are lots of studies that talk about how this kind of storytelling helped shape the whole tradition of language development and the idea of sharing stories right back to early man. And, in the UK at least, this seems to have shaped the idea of Christmas ghost stories. The English writer, Jerome K. Jerome, best known for the book Three Men in a Boat, wrote this about ghost stories and Christmas back in 1891. Whenever five or six English-speaking people meet around a fire on Christmas Eve, they start telling each other ghost stories. And in fact, 200 years ago, in 1800s England, spooky stories had long been a way to whittle away the cold, long nights. I've already mentioned The Winter's Tale, made popular by Shakespeare, but The Winter Tale was a tale in its own right, and it was a fantasy about goblins, elves and fairies. And Charles Dickens took the idea of The Winter Tale and used a similar idea in A Christmas Carol, a tale that was meant to be read around a fire, and Dickens clearly thought that Christmas was the perfect time of year. So it seemed to me that this, (laughs) the 21st of December, the longest night, was a great excuse to talk about the idea of live performance storytelling. And really, I'm talking about it just as a sort of idea to explore for you in 2023. Now, I've spoken before about the fact that the life of a voice actor can be, for many of us, a surprisingly solitary career. Some actors, of course, work in studios and with other voice actors all the time, but many more record at home by themselves. And if you're a voiceover who'd love to get out and about and perform a bit more, here are some ideas to think about, all of which I do or have done. So... Find opportunities to get out and about in your hometown as a storyteller or an actor. It's a great way to flex your live storytelling skills and meet new people and become better known locally. I've done live storytelling locally to me in theatres, cafes, bars and art centres. All it takes is the chutzpah to contact the manager or the person in charge and offer your services. I've read ghost stories, obviously, um, children's stories, romantic fiction, as well as lots of short stories and poems. Now, some of these need permissions, but equally, you can find out-of-copyright stories that are free to perform, although they do often need a little bit of editing to make them live storytelling worthy. Or, to get around the copyright issues, you could contact local authors, and there are always local writing societies, or get involved with any new writing or arts festivals nearby. 
You could even, of course, write and perform your own work, either in the places I've already mentioned, or there are often open mic opportunities in local pubs and clubs. Simplest of all, of course, you could simply offer to read regularly in libraries or local bookshops. Of course, you could launch a podcast (laughs) or guest on other people's podcasts. There are performance ones, or you could talk about your work or simply something that interests you. It's all about finding the right podcasts and being brave enough to drop the hosts a line. People won't come knocking at your door. You need to make the first move to get out there. And if storytelling isn't your thing, you could get involved in local events as a live announcer at summer fairs or fates or even local markets or festivals. Again, it's surprising how often people need someone who knows how to use a mic and is happy to get stuck into live stuff. Or you could help out on Talking Newspapers. That's a service that's offered to blind or partially sighted people. And it doesn't just exist at a national level. Local papers need readers too. Just Google Talking Newspapers and find your local organisation. Getting involved locally can be amazing. You can quickly build up a reputation as the go-to voiceover. And while you're doing that, you can have some real fun getting out there too. That's it. Just a little nudge to get you thinking about making opportunities for yourself and maybe flexing your live storytelling skills. I promise you, there are lots of ways to get out there if you're feeling a little bit stuck in your booth. Thank you so much for listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. I will be back again tomorrow. I'm Samantha Boffin, encouraging everyone to make voiceovers better. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Talking Creative Countdown to Christmas. If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can make voiceovers better. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.